Yo, 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 how are we all today? Uh, it's Lachlan at Addicts and Rascals, live and direct. Well, not really live, but I'm live here, but not live where you are. So today is just another episode on, and it's, it's part of the self-mastery section that, that I'm going through. And it's something that I've struggled with my whole life until... I understood that it wasn't real, okay? And that's fear. And it, even though it might feel real, it's not real. It's, it's how we perceive it. It's how we look at it. And it's how we look at it. And I'll go into that today. Because basically fear, it's universal. You know, we've, we've all experienced it in our life. We've all been held hostage to our own terror. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's very helpful and it keeps us from, from harm's way. Uh, but but many times it's just that inner voice, you know, within that that inner critic, and it's the the barrier that keeps us stuck. It keeps us from getting from what we truly want, and it stops us from becoming the person that we truly want. Because fear can be crippling. Okay, it can stop you seizing opportunities. It it can stop you experiencing you know things you want to experience in life. And it can stop you becoming stronger and being the person that you want to be. And it can essentially, it can make you fail in life. And whether that's the fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of rejection, you know, overcoming fears is one of the most important steps of your personal growth. It it truly is. Because learning to handle your fear and overcome it, even if it's just sometimes for, for 10, 20, 30 seconds, just so you can have enough time to make a critical decision or, or perform a, a critical action, it's so important to, to help you fully embrace life to the way that you want to live it. Because underneath your fears, there, there lies great opportunities. Because when you start to do the things that you're scared of, you're, you're tearing down these invisible barriers that, that are separating you from the life that you want, you know, from becoming that person that you've always dreamed about being, that confident, strong, outgoing, successful person, you know, your ideal self, and you are in control of that. Nobody else is, is totally up to you. And the way you do that is to find the courage and to make these life-changing decisions because fear's always going to be around us. Okay, it's always going to be pop up when you're looking to do something. It's going to tell you that you're not good enough. Okay, and it's up to you to face your fears and face your fears. Sorry, and to tell yourself that I can do this. I can do this. There's there's nothing that can stop you except you. And as the the great Nelson Mandela said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not, was it again, feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Okay, I think that's it. Because fears are, it's an opportunity of growth because the fears rob us of energy, our dreams, our opportunities. They, they're very much like rubber bands, okay? And they, they fling us back and forth into our comfort zones. And if we're in that comfort zone, we're never in the growth zone. We're never in the, the, the zone of, of growth because if we're sitting there, you know, scared to take chances, scared to take risks, we're never going to grow. And for me, I, I've, I've, over the past few years, I've took a lot of chances and I didn't know how things were going to turn out. You know, as a lot you know, I had my barber shop, which I loved. I loved cutting hair. I loved having my shop, but I knew I wasn't going to grow and, uh, and I, I knew that's not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I knew that I had more to give. And if I had held on to fear and allowed that to dictate how I was going to be, I wouldn't be living the life of my dreams like I am today. And, and that's what it is. We, we want to expand the possibilities of life because the fear are just a figment of your imagination. It's much like uh, dreams. They seem real, but they're, they're fictional occurrences and they, they shape, you know, the, the thoughts within your mind. And, and when I'm working with people that they often think that they can't overcome this. You know, is there a way to overcome this magnetic pull? And is there a way to, you know, escape these heartbreaking consequences that stop us, you know, from taking action, stop us in our tracks? Or are we simply just doomed to, you know, getting to our 60, 70, 80, 90, or what ifs and 
maybes and what have I done that? You start with the end in mind. How do you want to be remembered? What do you want people to be saying at your funeral? You know, what, what legacy do you want to leave? What do you want your kids to think about you? What do you what do you want to think about yourself when you can look back at your life and say, I've done everything that I wanted to do? You know, that is it. You want to be able to look back in your life and say, Yeah, I I, I lived. I lived. I didn't exist, I lived. Okay, because we, we need to come to the realization that our fears are sometimes blessings in disguise. They they will help us understand our our, our motives and they will help us. They will assist us in discovering new paths in life and new opportunities. And, and these new paths and opportunities, they will help us achieve our goals and the objectives we set out for ourselves. Because we, we need to understand the fears. We need to identify your self-sabotaging fears. Okay, the reason why, why our fears have become so overwhelming is simply because we do not understand them. We don't, it's a lack of understanding. So whatever we fail to understand, we also fail to acknowledge, and therefore we fail to comprehend the damage and the impact that such behaviours can have on our physical reality. And, that, and that's it. My favourite definition of fear is false evidence appearing real. And I think that, it's, uh, who is he? Uh, Billy Ellsbrook, motivational guy on YouTube. False evidence appearing real. And that is it, because our fears... You know, they are irrational beliefs that we have about ourselves, our actions, objects, other people, events, the world, okay? And these fears only appear to be real within our mind, in the confines of our mind, but they have no basis in reality. They're, they're basically made-up interpretations, you know, about, about things that we, how we look at them in this physical world. Because I'll give you an example. You know, explain it like if you could explain that how can one person like my wife be afraid of spiders while another person can confidently handle them in their, in their hand with, with no fear? And is it the, the actual spider that gives life to this fear? Or is it the interpretation that's made up within the mind of the person who's scared of the, of the spider? Okay, and, and that's that is you know how people interpret fears, and that's how you know the there's so many different people are scared of different things when other people aren't scared of those things. You know, another one is like the, the fear of public speaking. It's, it's thought to be one of the biggest, you know, fears in society, okay? And the only other one bigger than that is the fear of death, I think. And when it comes to the public speaking, it's the interpretation that the person makes about the, the actual action or event that determines the emotional reaction that they experience. Fear is, is nothing more than the uncertainty we feel about the outcome, the circumstances, the unpredictability of the future events. You getting it? You know, we don't, we, we don't want to touch a spider because of the uncertainty that it might actually bite us. We don't want to stand up and, and stage and, and speak in front of people because we are uncertain of, of the, the reactions from the people, the, the judgments. So, yes. You know, fear is nothing more than false evidence appearing real, okay? And and they can have massive consequences on our life. It can have a massive impact on our life because our fears are they're not just simply isolated events that, that have no impact on our, our current reality, our future reality, uh, and on our past reality. Because in fact, that they, they have a, a massive impact on our lives in any given time and we don't give them credit for that okay so just think about it you know consider you know the the, the following points you know i'm going to go through some things so the next time you're letting fears get the better of you you know think about these things you know because i'll go through a few a few different things here because fears they breed resistance and they, they create a magnetic pull that, that pulls you away from opportunities and back to your comfort zone. And that's because its main concern is, is safety and, and survival. And the moment you resist doing something because of a, an irrational fear is the exact moment that you're allowing opportunities to pass you by. If you think how many times in your life you've allowed opportunities to pass you by because you've been scared to do it, ask that girl out, you know, you know, go for that job or, or, or speak up on whatever it may be, but there'll be countless opportunities in your mind. You can think, oh, 
I've went and you've sat back in that night and you're like, oh, I should have done this and I should have done that. Get rid of the should-haves and just do it. Okay, because you don't want to let these opportunities pass you by. Because these opportunities can, they can come in form of anything, objects, events, people, and, you know, or even the personal growth that you experience, you know, as you, as the individual. And when you work through these fears, you will start to see yourself grow. Okay. And, and they also, they, they breed insecurity because every time you, you give in to your fears, you, you know, at that very moment, you're, you're breeding the habit of insecurity, which can literally eat your life from the inside out. If you think about times when you've been feeling insecure, because insecurity is just a lack of confidence. And it's a lack of confidence you have in yourself, your abilities, your capabilities. And it's a catapult for depression. And it, it's triggered as a result of not being able to deal with our fears in a healthy way. Because when you're feeling, you know, insecure about life and, you know, life comes to a halt and you begin to second guess every decision, this slows you down and leads to many other destructive emotions. And, and that's another thing, you know, it, it breeds destructive behaviours, you know, and, and fear does, it causes destructive behaviours and it stops you moving forward with your life in that positive way, in the way that you want to live it. And, and destructive behaviours can come in the form of laziness, procrastination, doubting yourself, neglecting your responsibilities. And these behaviours, they're only active in our lives because of the fears that we allow to control our lives. You know, work your way, you know, and overcome your fears and you will find that the destructive behaviours will just simply disappear. And if you think about it as well, your motivation, you know, motivation is an essential component about our journey in life and and how we move towards attaining success in business and life and relationships in our community and our fears rob us of the motivation because they they they, they stick in obstacles you know and they sometimes it just these irrational obstacles that just seem too difficult and overwhelming to to, to deal with at any given time so our our motivation is it's stifled each and every time we come across one of these, these obstacles. And over time, we naturally condition ourselves with the belief that hope is pointless. And that's so far for the truth. If I didn't have hope, you know, it would be, it would, it would be a sad day. And I, I'm constantly, if I have anything, any fears, uh, and I'll go into it in a, in a minute and I'll talk about it, but it's, it's, it's about questioning everything. You know, ask yourself the questions because you want to grow emotionally, intellectually. And in order to, to grow and develop ourselves emotionally and intellectually, we need to move beyond our comfort zone into a world of new experiences. And, and if we allow our fears to dictate our daily actions and decisions, then we will hesitate to, to take the, decision, the, the moves that we need to to do and it will dominate our behavior and in a, as a result we'll, we will have half-hearted actions and again this will pull us back into our comfort zone where we feel safe and where we feel cozy and where we're not succeeding in life because life is a it's a progression you know and it, it challenges and teaches us lessons that that's going to assist to enhance our intellectual and emotional growth you know, without new experiences, we cannot grow. Without growth, we cannot make progress. And without progress, life is dull and emotionally draining because it affects our decision-making because, you know, our fears are irrational interpretations we make about our reality. They naturally impact our decision-making and, and it, it, our actions and doing what we want to do. And when we hold on to these fears, we, we lose the capability to get new new key skills because, the, you know, if you think about it, our fears may be holding you back from developing a, a key set of skills because you think that you won't achieve it, you're not good enough. And it was, I think I mentioned this the other day, there's, you ask one person and they say, can you play the piano? And they'll say no. And you ask another person, can you play the piano? And they can turn around and say, I don't know, I haven't tried. How many things do you want to try that you haven't tried because you're scared of being judged or you're scared of not being good at it, you're scared of failing? You know, how many times have, have you not done something because you're, you're, you're holding on to fear? 
think about that, you know, because developing a key set of skills that they could actually change your life, they could actually help you achieve your goals and objectives in life. And we develop skills through, through experience by overcoming obstacles, challenges, and problems that are put in our way every single day. And, and that's what it is. It's, you know, there's different types of fear. And the, the, the fear of rejection is the, probably the most basic form of fear. And we all go through life constantly seeking to, to please others in ways that's going to bring pleasure and happiness into our lives. And this is something for me, I had uh, I had fear of rejection for, for so many years for, for different things. And it goes back to my childhood. And a lot of our fears do, do go back to the, the, the childhood side of it. And when we're constantly trying to please others, you know, if a situation presents itself that seems uncertain, then the fear of rejection is going to pop up and it's going to stop us from taking action. And, you know, if you suffer from fear of rejection, you might know that you do, you might not. But people who suffer from the fear of rejection, they naturally, they naturally seek more out of life. But because they are people pleasers, they, they don't take the, the action or they don't make the decisions that might cause other people to, to deny them of the things that they want. And the, the fear of rejection is also heavily related to the fear of failure. And people who experience a fear of failure go through life worrying about making mistakes, about hurting other people, about being judged for their actions and decisions. And again, I, I've, I've, I've suffered from this as well. I've suffered from them all. That's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> but I know that I've overcame them all. And, you know, with the, the fear of failure, you can identify somebody who suffers from the fear of failure, but if you look at their emotions and their actions, a, a person who, like I was, was riddled with fear is often quick to get angry and rebellious in nature. And that was me. I was an angry boy. I was rebellious. And I was always seeking perfection. And I was always trying to do whatever it takes to overplease so that I would be liked. So people would like me and I wore masks and I just wanted to be liked. I just wanted to be loved. And I was loved from, from many people, but in, as a kid growing up, you know, my, my parents separated when I was young, but I was too young to understand what it was all about. I was four and, and that, I don't remember the age of before five because of the traumatic events and that, that, had an impact on me going forward. And obviously the the thoughts I had as a kid was, well, why is my dad leaving? And not knowing that situations in life happen and, and relationships, they don't always work out. But when you're a kid, you don't understand that. And then you hold on to this and you take this throughout life like I did. I didn't understand it. So it's about knowing why you have these fears. Where do they stem from? Where do they come from? Okay, because essentially they will stop you if you let them, if you hold on to them, they're going to stop you from succeeding in life. And that's another fear, fear of success. The fear of success is, you know, it's the, the biggest fear when you're looking at goal-orientated fear in, within society today. And for most people, it's difficult to understand how could somebody actually fear achieving success, Right. It's crazy, isn't it? But it's real. <laughs> the truth is that we, we get so comfortable in our current life and the experiences and that stepping outside of that reality brings a great deal of uncertainty and unpredictability that that, that naturally kind of stifles our decisions and, and our actions. And you you, you will get, there's, there's so many different examples, but people who, who suffer from the fear of success, they, they will normally procrastinate, you know, they will be disorganized, they, you know, counterproductive. The behaviors are essentially self-sabotaging tools that we use on an unconscious level. It's not that we consciously are, are scared, it's because our subconscious or superconscious is trying to keep us safe. And we think by being successful and getting success, it's going to change who we are. So our identity is going to die, which is not true, but on an unconscious level, you know, to, this is what happens. We, we end up laying down, you know, the foundations for roadblocks that along the journey that, that will, you know, cause obstacles when we're trying to achieve our goals. 
And of you know, obviously, you know, if we're consciously, we, we would like to achieve these objectives. However, subconsciously, we're afraid of the success. So therefore, you know, we sabotage our own progress by laying down these obstacles. You know, we, we create problems and other kind of creative objects along our path that, that will eventually manifest in, in a form of an excuse. And it's, yeah, it sounds silly, but that is the truth. It's, it's, it will manifest in an excuse so you can say, oh, well, that's that, you know, and, and it just, and all it does is it also reconfirms the negative and limiting beliefs you have about yourself. And this is what we have to try and overcome. And we have to remember, well, none of us are broken. We're perfect as we are. We just have to find the correct structure to live in. Success isn't personal, it's structural. We need to find out what it is we truly want and then we, we need to accept where we are and we need to overcome what's in the way. Okay, and that's what it's about. Success is about structure. It's not about, we're not broken, we don't need to fix ourselves, any of that stuff. Okay, because fears of, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of rejection, they are often responsible for, you know, fear of inadequacy, change, commitment, confrontation, responsibility, and losing control. And each of these fears are powerful self-sabotaging tools, forces that we, we need to learn to over, overcome. And, you know, where do, where do fears stem from? And if you don't know, the, you know, most of the, 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 the fears, they, they stem from our childhood. But a step to overcoming your fears comes down to accepting and understanding the process of how your fears evolved, you know, and how this, the seeds of fear are planted you know, they're planted in our early childhood by the good intentions and behaviours of our parents, our siblings, role models. And it's, we just pick them up through the simple observations and the self-learning we, we go through in life. And, you know, as children, we are very susceptible to the behaviours of people around us, circumstances that unfold around us. And because as children... But we're very limited in our experience in the world. So we naturally take on board everything else that's thrown our way. We don't question anything because we don't know anything different. We don't question events, circumstances. And we naturally just take on board pretty much anything that anybody tells us without a second thought. You know, weak belief systems, you know, they're self-sabotaging force that, that cripple, you know, us with the, the emotional problems. And this can, when we pick these up as children, we can carry them for the rest of our life unless we are, we acknowledge them and we overcome them and we understand them because fears and beliefs, they, they are they are created at an early age. And it's a lot of time it's up until you're four or five is the individualization process, which is, you know, the first normally four years of your life, but can go up to, you know, six or seven, but they're, they're created in early life. So if you can reflect back on, on your childhood experiences and I, identify, you know, where any, any your, your fears came from and, I'm going to go through some things here, but even if when I'm going through them, if you can identify with, you know, certain times or things have happened or you can see, oh, yeah. And once you can identify where these fears stem from, then you can start to overcome them. Because a lot of the time, the, the, we've innocently picked them up. Like, for example, parents using negative, body, negative language, not body language, but it could be body language. But... You know, I'm a parent now, and, you, you know, as parents, we, we take for granted the language that we use to communicate with, our, with our, our children. And the purpose of our negative language is often to let our, our children know that we're pissed off or angry, but we're letting them know in a way that so they can better understand the, the dangers or if there are their behaviours inappropriate and they're acting out of order, as we would say here in Scotland. You know, our goal is to protect them and to keep them safe from, you know, some of the, the realities in the big bad world. And our attentions are good. However, we must also consider that every time we are communicating with them, we are programming them with the behaviours, the habits, the decisions, and these could very well stay with them for the remainder of, of their life. So see, every time that you're saying, no, don't, you can't, you know, you are encouraging them to link negative emotions to events, people's behaviours, or circumstances to what to whatever's going on at that moment, you're saying these words. And simple words like that might not seem like a big deal, 
But if you're repeating them in these words over and over again with varying levels of um, emotional intensity, see, like you're getting really pissed off, really angry, and you know, and they're, they're attaching these these words because they don't know any different. And this can cause your, your children to, you know, to fear certain events, to fear certain circumstances, and it's very counterproductive. And on a, an emotional level, you know, this can stay with them until they reach adulthood, and it might never leave them. It just depends on how, how aware they become. And this is what it's about. It's about now I'm aware. So, and I, I've still given my, my children these programs because I wasn't always aware. I was still a, learning, a dad learning to be a dad and I was still learning to overcome my own fears. So we, instead we need to learn how to get our message across to our children in a way that will allow for natural growth without fear, without remorse. Because we've all got different parenting skills. And the language that we use to, to, to teach our, our, our children, it's important life lessons. You know, if you think about it, if, if you're threatening or speaking to them in an aggressive way, this will increase levels of, of negative emotion and in turn will have a negative impact on uh, uh, your child's emotional growth. Now, I, I, I do shout at my kids, but not as much as I'd, like, I might have in the past. Uh, I don't get as angry as, as I once did because I'm aware and I'm in touch with my feelings. But it's, we need to be very conscious in how we speak to our children, okay? We don't want to, you know, as parents, sometimes we, we fail to understand how simple and, and seemingly insignificant events can can leave, you know, a lasting emotional impression on a child's mind. If you think of the, if you sit and think about it for a minute, if you think about their minds and their understanding and what they believe, they're still there, so they don't know any different. And as adults, we know different. And it's up to us to, to make sure we, we mould them into the future generation and they don't live with a lot of the stuff that we've had to live with. And I know for me, I had great parents, you know, I, I was lucky enough, my mum was amazing, my, my stepdad was amazing, my dad, you know, they, they were all big parts of my life. Uh, my dad was amazing, I, I didn't say that there, but he was. Even though he, he, he wasn't in like actively in my life, around he was actively in my life all the time but he stayed in america so i only got to see him every every kind of year or so and that had a, a negative impact on me because every time i used to go and see him i would remember leaving him and i would be crying and 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 the the fear of not seeing him again and there was so many other things then then he had a another a, a son scott who a young brother who's passed away you know not long ago love you scott you know, when, he, when Scott came around, the fear came up of, of being forgotten about. And my dad never forgot about me. He, he, he never did. He, he, he was always active. But that fear of, I remember him telling me that I was going to have a, a brother and, a, and we were in Disney World at the time. And I ran away in the middle of Disney World and I was crying because I was, thought he was going to forget about me. So if you just think how pure the, your children are, they don't understand so much. So just think of what, how, how much of a negative effect that you can have on them by the way you speak to them, the way you treat them. The, you know, it's just there's so much that's going on in their head. They're just like little sponges, you know. So and, and as adults, most of our fears naturally evolved in our childhood. And as adults, we, we basically live through the consequences of these fears, okay? And... It, if we hold on to them, we will, it will be continued pain and misery throughout our life unless we make the necessary changes to overcome them. And that's where it's your responsibility to, to make these changes. And that's what I do as a job. You know, I help people overcome these. I work with people so that they understand because I've spent so much time immersing myself in the, the personal development world with numerous courses, qualifications, and I have a true understanding. So it's easy for me to say this stuff. But if you'd have spoke to me a few years ago, I would have been none the wiser and I, and I would have been walking about blind with all these fears. And it's no coincidence that I'm sober and happy in my life. But when I had, were holding out all these fears and resentments and, you know, all this negativity, I, I couldn't, you know, go a day without drinking or smoking weed or whatever it may be I was taking. But I, I constantly had to numb the, whatever was going on in my mind. And that's not what life is about, that's when you're existing, you're not living, you're existing, you're just existing from day to day, and with that, I brought down everybody else with me, my family, you know, I'll cause misery to so many other people, so it's about having the knowledge, because many of our adult fears are just, they're, they're simply manifested through the lack of knowledge, and 
the, the, no, the lack of knowledge we have about people, events, objects, circumstances, and, and biggestly about ourselves. Because in many instances, it's a lack of knowledge that keeps us in a constant emotional turmoil. And little do we realize or little do we know that a little understanding and awareness, it could help us get through some of these challenges in a much more counter, a much more productive way and a, a much more positive way. So if you, the language that you use to yourself is so important because see the unconscious mind, it never sleeps. It just agrees with everything you're saying. So every time you question your strength, your abilities, your intelligence and your skills, we add more fuel on that fire that keeps these fears alive. And if you want to overcome your fear successfully, then you must begin by transforming how you ask questions and, and how you speak to yourself. You know, you, and I'm, I'm always on it at several different people that about, you don't understand the importance of how you communicate with yourself has an impact on you. Because as I said, the, the subconscious mind never ever sleeps, okay? It's always listening. It's always listening. And it just agrees with whatever you're saying. When you're saying things, it thinks that's what you want and it just says yes. So if you're talking negative about yourself and your subconscious mind saying that's what they want, so I'm going to give them that. It doesn't know the difference between right or wrong. It doesn't know the difference between good or bad. It just agrees with whatever you're telling it. So if you're telling yourself negative stuff, then it's going to give you negative thoughts and then negative thoughts become negative actions. Negative actions become negative results. Okay, so... It's so important how you speak to yourself because this will also have an impact on how you overcome your fears because overcoming your fears seems like you're climbing Mount Everest with no experience and you're a first-time climber. You know, that can seem impossible. And overcoming these fears, you know, that could be how you're feeling. You know, and if we are an experienced climber wanting to climb Mount Everest, we don't understand the steps that we need to take. We don't understand what equipment we need to use. We don't understand what food we need to take. We don't understand a lot of things we, we, that we need to get up that mountain. And when it comes to our fears, the process is pretty much the same. If we don't understand the, the basis of our fears, where they came from, how to overcome them, then we'll just continue to live in them. You know, so, so how do we overcome this and, and get to the top of the mountain? Okay, and, and this is what the life if we can overcome our fears we can achieve so much and if we can question our fears then we can cast doubt upon them because our questions are key that will open up new possibilities and understanding that will help you overcome your fears in a proactive way because the the, the first i'll go through some of the steps here there's a process that you, you can overcome these now, the first step is to validate your fears. The second step is to come to understand your fears. And the third step involves, you know, determining the consequences of your fears. And the final step helps you plan ahead, you know, in rational and proactive manner. And this will help you overcome your fears. Because, you know, when you, you validate your fears, you, you have no hope in the world of dealing with something if you don't first acknowledge it that it exists. If you don't acknowledge that it is, exists, that was like me, like me when I was overcoming addiction. I was in denial for a long time. So how could I overcome addiction without admitting that I was an addict? And I couldn't. So you have to acknowledge that whatever fear you have exists. And this is when the validation step comes into the picture. You must validate the existence of your fear and this, in a way that it will throw doubt and uncertainty, you know, on, on the fear. And even though the fear is just an irrational projection of your mind, but there's questions you can ask yourself, like, is this fear justifiable? Does this fear actually make sense? Because how many times have you been scared of something in its past and you thought, oh, that was, you know, that didn't make sense, or why was I, why was I even scared? And it's like, if you go and, you know, my wife with the roller coaster. She was petrified of roller coasters until I tricked her to go on one one day. And when she came off it, she totally loved it. She'd been scared of roller coasters for years. And, you know, that was the first ride we were at Disney. And she totally loved it. And then she just wanted to go on them all. So just think if she, if I'd never tricked her, she would have still been holding on to that fear. So does the fear actually make sense? Okay. And, and then you, you need to understand your fears. You need to understand your fears at a, a, a deeper level. You know, and this can be done by looking at, you know, look through your past and, and you can realize how your fears came into existence and you can determine where your fears came from because this is an important step because it will provide you the, the psychological strength 
And it will help you know that there is a reason and meaning behind every behavior, every habit, every decision, every action. And this will help you move on in your life. And you will know that, you know, you're not just scared because you're scared. There's a reason behind everything. And this will provide you a sense of confidence and it will give you the strength that you, you can move forward in the right direction. And it will help you overcome any setbacks that you've got in life. You know, and if you think to yourself some questions you can ask yourself, you know, what does this fear have a hold over me? Or why does this fear have a hold over me? You know, how did I originally come to this fear? Yeah, it's it's all about asking yourself questions. Okay, and then, then you, you determine the, the consequences of your fear. Because in order to successfully overcome your fears, you need to gain some leverage, you know. And this can happen when you use it, the, the principles of pain and pleasure. And I don't know if you understand what the, 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 the principle of pain and leg. <laughs> principles of pain and pleasure and that is by Sigmund Freud and he suggests that, that people make, make choices to avoid or decrease pain or make choices to create and increase pleasure so the, the pain pleasure principle is the, 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 it's at the core of all the decisions we make your beliefs, your values, your actions, your decisions they're all built upon this principle and the, the principle is the foundation of who you are due to how pain and pleasure are interpreted based on your past experiences in life. Okay, so you must first and, and foremost identify the, the losses that, that, you, that will arise if you continue to hold on to this fear. Well, on the other hand, you need to acknowledge what you will gain. You know, what are you likely to gain if you can successfully overcome this, this fear in a proactive way? You know, you know, what am I likely to lose if I continue to hold on to this fear? What am I likely to gain if I manage to successfully overcome this fear? And you'll, you'll probably find by overcoming it, there's a lot more to gain than there is to lose. So it's, you know, be fearless. And then you need to plan ahead. Yeah, that's it, plan ahead. You know, and that's about questioning, you know, everything that's involved. You, you, the first step of the questioning process involves, you know, planning ahead for, for what could possibly happen when you overcome this fear. And, and this process involves looking ahead, you know, and, and time, identifying, contemplating how you will deal with this fear, you know, in a different situation. And you must look at how, how you deal with your fear from an emotional level, a physical level, a spiritual level, and a mental perspective. And, and what kind of questions could you ask for that? Uh, you know, how will I deal with this fear, you know, and yeah, and emotionally, physically, and spiritually in the future? Okay, what's the, what's the worst that could possibly happen? How will I effectively deal with this scenario? And and this is it, you know. That's that's kind of what it is. It's everything's about understanding your fears and and knowing how to overcome them, because you you need to gain knowledge and, and you know you need to build your references. Because as I, I've discussed, you know, a minute ago. It's often the lack of knowledge and understanding about an emotion, a situation, or a person, and that leads to the manifestation of a fear in the first place. So in order to overcome it, we must you know, look at effective resources and tools that we could use to enhance our knowledge and to enhance our understanding of events or circumstances that, that are actually causing the fear that we experience in our lives. Because you need to seek knowledge, and knowledge is available everywhere, okay? And that's the first place that I would advise anybody to seek knowledge and experience and, and get a, a wider perspective and understanding about the fears that you currently hold. Because nobody knows them except you. You know, books, blogs, websites, Google's free, movies, you know, people's biographies. There's, there's so much content out there. And there's so many different people that have overcome fear successfully. And they will provide you with the answers that you're needing. They will also give you the confidence and assurance that you can, you know, overcome this as well. And you, you don't have to stay riddled with fear and living in fear. Okay, read blogs, books, articles, you know, watch inspirational movies, quotes. Billy Alsbrook, you know, he's good for uh, motivation. But there's other people around where you're at. And, it, and it's about, you know, taking the time to go and research it. And also... This is something that I am a big, 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 you know, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, admirer of, or anyway, it's about build, you know, use your imagination, visualization, okay? Because do you know that the unconscious brain doesn't know the difference between 
imagination and reality. So if you are imagining something in your mind, it doesn't know if it's real or false. It can't tell the difference. So you can use this to your advantage by imagining yourself overcoming your fear successfully over and over again. And, you know, you need to go into it and get the sense of the aspect. What does it look like? What does it smell like? You know, where am I? You know, how am I overcoming it? And get really into it. And one of my clients, he contacted me the other day, he plays football, and I told him about the visualizations because, you know, most professional athletes do it. If you look and go and visualize Conor McGregor, Tiger Woods, all these people do it. And he told me, and I told him the, the session before this game, and I said to him about, remember your visualization. And in the game, after the game, he phoned me and he said, can't believe it. I visualized scoring a goal and I scored the goal the exact way, the same move, the same everything in my visualization. And this is how important it is. It's so key. You know, get in your mind, be it cool with yourself, meditate, visualize, be it one with you because you are so powerful that you don't really realize it. And also you can just, you know, seek other people's experience. You know, if you're really struggling, you know, a coach, uh, join some groups, Facebook's full of them, you know, just build upon your, your knowledge and get personal experience from other people. Okay, you can also help other people overcome your fears and that's what I do, you know, and I find that that's, for me, it's probably the best way that, that it's worked for me because that's one of the, the the most overlooked methods of overcoming anything in life is simply helping other people to overcome it. And that goes for many different things. Whatever you're struggling with, if you overcome it and you help somebody else to overcome it, the chances of you of staying strong is, is much higher. And it's, you know, it's an amazing how the simple act of helping another person to overcome their fears, it can transform your life and then it can also transform their life. Okay. Now, what kind of strategies would you use to overcome fears? You know, it's, there's, there's, there's many different ones, but the, the biggest one I say is, is take small, consistent steps every single day. Okay. You know, just be a better you every day. Because fears can often be overwhelming experiences and they can often seem huge and massive. But in order to deal with them effectively, we just need to take small steps. Do something small each and every day that's going to help you build your level of knowledge, your confidence, and just it's going to help you overcome these fears. And another part is cultivate your belief and your faith. And this is not about religion or anything like that, because fears are built upon the foundations of belief and faith. You know, if you're currently suffering from an irrational fear and then you realize it's only you that has this hold over your life because you believe in it, you have the misguided faith that it exists, you are giving it power. So instead of giving that fear power, why don't you change your belief and your faith in the opposite direction? Start to build confidence in yourself and your abilities and tell yourself that you can successfully overcome this in a, in a positive way. You can do it. You are in control. Because you really have to face your fears. There's many personal development gurus out there who say, you know, you must decide to face and confront your fears head on, which is good advice. But that's why you, you, your fears have to be manageable first because you need to get them to a manageable state before you, you just face them head on. Because if you're trying to confront your fears head on too early, then the shock of the confrontation may do more harm than good. And because your, your mind's an emotional web of thoughts that that can become quite irrational when confronted, when things don't, it doesn't understand. So in order to avoid that, make sure you build enough support and references, you've got enough knowledge, you've went and got some tools, resources, skills, and everything that's going to, that's going to help you better manage your fears before you take that plunge and confront them head on. And no matter what you choose to do, sooner or later, you're going to have to, you know, confront these fears. And also, Relax, take some classes, read some books, meditate, go for nice walks in nature, be it cool with your body, look after your body, learn to shut off, you know, learn to shut your mind off, direct, and learn to direct your mind and your body inwards, you know, start to build that relationship with yourself, and that's what spirituality is, it's not about any kind of religion or anything, spirituality is about the relationship you have with yourself, and that for me has been the, one of the most influential parts of my life I've enhanced spiritually and then the rest of my life is enhanced okay it's unbelievable spend time getting to know you loving you believing in you you know nurture your qualities know what you're good at and 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 do what you're good at bring joy to your life and 
turn off all your excuses and all these sabotaging thoughts because we, we, you need to learn to redirect your thoughts and stop these irrational excuses and because they naturally breed and make our fears worse. You know, and that's it, you know, because your thoughts become things and that's what it is, you know, that your thoughts are things that, that direct your emotions and your patterns of behaviour because with each of our thoughts lies endless possibilities and they can trigger powerful emotions, good or bad, and they can also stimulate irrational and deflating emotional habits which will sabotage every decision you make, every action you take, you know, and think about it, you cannot have an experience, you know, you cannot experience the emotion of fear without first having the thought about fear. And that's it, you know, your thoughts, they, they can trigger your rational, you know, fears and behaviours. So simply take time to shut down your thoughts, redirect them away from your fears, start thinking about positive things. You know, I do some anchoring processes with my clients and stuff, but it's about going back into the good times of your life, things that you've done well. You know, and start to build that confidence and that self-esteem and, and see that you're an amazing person. You're perfect just as you are. You just start to need to get into the correct structure. You know, build that, you know, confidence, create pleasure. Okay, and, and on top of that, it's important to sh shut off the constant excuses that, that roam in your mind. Excuses only breed more excuses. And, and this just helps your fears to become stronger. Laugh your fears off, you know, laugh at your fears. You know, break yourself out of your self-sabotaging patterns and have a bit of laughter. And, you know, I mean it, take time to laugh because, you know, how many times have you been with a friend, you've had a fear and then after you've laughed and you said, I can't believe, you know, when you laugh at it, you're actually kind of shining doubt upon it. So, you know, ask other people to laugh with you and if there's something that you're really quite am am amused about your fears, then, you know, laugh at it, okay? Try and get it away from that controlling your mind in a negative way. Because laughter is a great form of therapy and it can provide you the leverage that, that you need to overcome that fear. You know, you really need to be courageous. Develop the mindset, you know, of courage. And our fears are only as powerful as the depth and the courage and the size of our hearts. Because courage can introduce you to a whole new world of unimaginable possibilities. Because your courage is the, the answer. Because many, many of us probably see courage as being something that has no fear. That's not the truth at all. You know, a courageous person is actually someone who takes action despite the fear, okay? Despite that fear that's burning in their hearts. You know, the people who become the heroes of our lives and, and they're the role models that, that help us build a lifetime of unforgettable experiences. So be that person, okay? Change your perspective. Because a courageous person doesn't just simply accept reality, they transform their perspective about themselves, others and circumstances in a way that's going to help them overcome their fears, it's going to help them help others, okay, because your perspective about your, your, yourself, you know, transform the perspective about yourself, your potential, your abilities, your skills, your strengths, in a way that's going to help you soar to new heights, achieve what you really want to achieve, you know, your perspective about other people, okay, you know, this will help you, you know, further their cause as, as they move through fears, obstacles that are standing in their way, and perspective about circumstances, you know, transform the perspective about circumstances in order to, to help you identify the possibilities and opportunities that are hidden within the problems and fears that, that's current, like in your current reality right now. Build courageous habits, take risks, learn from mistakes, seek new experiences, okay? Accept complete responsibility for everything in your life, okay? Because, the, you know, the... When you're taking full responsibility for your behaviours, your decisions and actions, no matter the result or the outcomes, this is you, you know, embracing what it is to be you. You know, when you're fully responsible and you acknowledge that excuses are, you know, are the kind of catapult, you know, to put your fears into your active experience and they form the obstacles that's on your path, Knowing this, a courageous person will never dwell, never complain or make excuses. You know, they, they will just go for what it what is they want. They will have their, their fears controlled. They will never allow their fears, you know, to, to take over. And, they, you know, to be a courageous person, you need to have faith. You know, faith comes belief and when belief comes a sense of confidence. And this helps you move beyond the obstacles that are standing in your way. Patience, you know, patience. Because with patience comes rational thinking, which like encourages you to be more proactive, make better decisions, you know, help you break through that fear-ridden obstacles that are standing in your way. 
you know, have ambition. And, you know, what ambitious people, they, they, they have dreams which are no limits on them. They strive for, you know, success. You know, they keep their, their self on their toes. They move forward each and every day. They achieve their goals consistently time and time again. You know, to achieve these goals, you need to have ambition. You need to want to have it. Commitment, you know, you, you need to be committed to, to your day-to-day -day life. You need to be committed to overcoming your fears. Commitment is necessary and it helps, you, you, you know, move, move through fear-driven obstacles and with a greater sense of determination and persistence. And it keeps you going no matter what people are saying, no matter what's happening in your life. You're just committed to living the life that you truly want to live. And that's what it is. It's about living the life that you love. Waking up every morning with a buzz, man. You're like, every, every night I go to bed, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm excited. Gym tomorrow got my day planned tomorrow, boom, I'm loving it. Because I believe in myself. And a courageous person, you know, they cultivate an unshakable belief in, you know, all the areas of their life. Belief in their own ability. You know, they wholeheartedly believe that they can achieve their goals and obstacles to, despite whatever fears I've got going on. And yeah, I've got fears, but I don't allow them to control me. I know that they're just false. False evidence appearing real. Okay? Yeah. You know, cultivating unshakable belief and getting positive outcomes. Instead of focusing on the fears, you know, you have to focus on obtaining what it is you want, that positive outcome. Have a, you know, have a clear picture in your mind what it is you want. Don't allow anything to block you or get in the way. You know, cultivate an unshakable belief in the hidden opportunities around every single corner. Okay, because fear is going to throw obstacles in your way. You know, but if, if you realise that with every obstacle there lies a seed of hidden opportunity... You know, you can take advantage of that and you can move forward in your journey and you can move forward in attaining your goals and completing any objectives you've got, you know, and, you know, cultivate an unshakable belief in a higher power that is working for your better good in life. I have a higher power, you know, I know there's something greater than me that's created everything in this and I thank my higher power every single day. I thank my higher power for giving me everything that I have. I'm grateful for every single thing that I have in life. We live in a world full of abundance. If you can't be grateful for your life today, there's something wrong. The water, the food, the clothes, and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. If you think of 100 years ago or 50 years ago, they never had what we have now. They couldn't be doing videos. They never had mobile phones. They never had all of this stuff. We are so lucky what we have today. It's about, you know, embracing that and being grateful for it. Because, you know, a simple lack of understanding leads most people down the path of fear and insecurity. And these, that's, this is it. these types of habits and behaviours, they keep people within a, a weak state of mind and they keep them delusioned, you know, and this prevents them from making necessary decisions and taking the required action that will help them, you know, get these big goals that they're going for. You know, set their goals without limitation, without restriction, restrictions, okay? Because some people have a lack of understanding as an excuse for not being able to successfully overcome their fears. I hope that's not going to be you after today. You know, I hopefully you you've you've took on board what I've said today, and you've gained a better understanding of of what what the fears are not. You know that they're not something that should be controlling you. Okay, it's up to you to take control of your life, take the reins, be in that driver's seat of your life. Don't be the passenger. Overcome these fears. Go for what it is you truly want. Live the life that you want. It's up to you. It's not up to anybody else. All right amigos well i thought was a bit longer than i anticipated but listen i hope you all have a great day anybody needs any assistance you know just get in touch take care much love ciao for now